All right. Hello, inventors and entrepreneurs. My name is Andrew Krauss. I'm one of the co-founders here at Inventor Groups of America. Stephen Key and myself co-founded a company called InventRight 23 years ago, where we coach inventor inventors to license their products. Now, through InventRight, we've spoken to inventors and inventor groups across the country and realized inventors needed more help than InventRight gives. We've specialized in licensing. We wanted to broaden it out, speakers of all perspectives and different areas of expertise. So we co-founded Inventor Groups of America, where everything is free. Don't you like that? Isn't that cool? Um, at IGA, we provide individuals with options to best commercialize their product ideas and have great speakers like today's speakers that are experts in their field. We would love to hear your name and what state or country you're from. So open up that chat box down below and let us know. Also type in a note if you're new to IGA and let us know. Please do not disclose anything that is confidential and not already publicly available. This meeting is being recorded and will be harnessed on our website and YouTube channel soon. If you have any questions for our speaker, please type them into the chat as they come to you. And we'll choose a few questions during, at the end, we'll see how it works out. But if it comes to you, just go ahead and type it. Now I'm gonna turn things over to our other IGA co-founder, Stephen Key. He's known the speaker for a while. He is going to introduce our speaker. Stephen, take it away. Well, thank you so much, Andrew. And I wanna welcome everybody tonight that's watching us. I'm really excited about, uh, I'm really excited about having a special person here tonight, uh, Tom Zarr with Media One. But I have to tell a little story before we get into this, Tom, all right? When I first- Don't embarrass me, don't embarrass me. I don't think so. I'm gonna probably embarrass myself here. Everyone, when I first met Tom, it was at this event in Kansas City, and I was there as a speaker, Tom was there as a speaker, and we ended up just sitting next to each other. And I remember looking over at Tom and I heard him speak and he, and he was talking about QVC and doing all this shopping on TV. And I was really not familiar with it. I mean, I knew about it, but I knew a little bit about it, but I really liked Tom's presentation. It was fascinating to me, but I knew my world was never going to cross with Tom's, right? But it didn't matter. We kind of met each other and we kind of smiled. We really kind of hit it off. And I said to myself, I'll never see him again. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking, right? And because as our group at InventRite, and that's I was there at this event called Make 48 representing InventRite, we were just helping people license ideas. And Tom does something really remarkable. He he has he he contacts, well, first of all, and I'll let Tom talk about this in just a minute, but Tom does something truly amazing because he helps inventors, entrepreneurs, startups, even well-known well brands sell their products on QVC, on TV, right? And, and when I first saw what Tom was doing, like I said, I, I didn't know where this was going to fit, Tom. But as time went on, I would call you occasionally. We would meet at a trade show and this wonderful group of people I know wanted to be on QVC. And not only were they licensing, but sometimes they were manufacturing themselves. And that's when I called Tom. I said, Tom, tell me, you know, is it possible for you to look at some of these ideas and see if they have any, any chance of being on that type of network? Because the products there are amazing. We'll get to that in just a minute. So everyone, I want to introduce to you a good friend of mine, Tom Zarr. He's the president and founder of Media One. He is the guy, if you've got an idea that you think should be on QVC, you need to talk to Tom. So Tom, thank you very much. Absolutely, thanks even for having me and Andrew. Uh, I'm super honored and blessed to be here with all of you tonight. So thank you so much uh, for this opportunity, Stephen and Andrew, appreciate it very much. So Tom, let's start at the very beginning. What, tell us what you do, because I'm, like I said, I'm a consumer, I've watched the, the shopping channels I watch QVC, I'm amazed by it because the products are fantastic, by the way. And the quality is, is wonderful, but I'm not that shopper kind of, you know, I don't shop that way, but I know a lot of people do. So tell me about QVC and what you do for them. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, Media One products, we are, it, it's, we're a manufacturer's representative. I don't like that name because we're also a broadcasting and production company as well. So, we help individual entrepreneurs, 
inventors, worldwide global brands, um, get their products on QVC and HSN. Um, and we really help you know, orchestrate or create these presentations that connect to the QVC and HSN consumer where hopefully shoppers want to buy. Um, we do everything for our clients. When I say everything, we truly hold their hand through this entire process. So if you, if you want, I can tell you about what the process looks like so you have a better understanding of, of what we do, if that makes sense. Yeah, we'll get there in a minute. So, okay. So, Tom, let me tell you what's crazy about this. Now, I know you represent some pretty well-known brands like Martha Stewart. That's where I saw you at, in Las Vegas. She was signing books, I think, and she had a crowd a yeah. lot long. Um, to Dyson, to Ring. I mean, those are big brands, right? Yeah, very blessed to have them as, as clients. Very blessed. Okay. So when I reached out to you with one of our members and said, hey, would you look at it? I was thinking, not in a million years would you pay attention to it. But you did. And you took one of the first ones on, Ryford Self-Cut System. So that, how do you go from like the mega brands to the people like us that have great products that we want that outlet to sell it on? So the beauty of what we do in this channel is this channel distribution, QVC and HSN is that the story around the product is so important. And, you know, for example, Ryford's story, you know, being a barber and inventing his product so he could cut the back of his hair, right? With his mirrors, trifold mirror. Like the, the greatest thing is that if that product goes on a shelf at traditional brick and mortar retail, you don't know what it does, but we are able to bring that product to life and literally show what it does. And that's what I think the unique and distinct value of QVC and HSN is that this is a demonstrable distribution channel. And we will work with any entrepreneur who's got a great demonstrable product that we believe, my team believes that we can sell effectively in this, uh, in this medium. Well, here's the other thing that's really crazy about this, Tom. I think Ryford had already reached out to them and couldn't get anywhere. And so I connect you with Ryford and now he's been on how many times has he been on? That? Oh my God. He was on for, he was on for years, multiple times for years. So what do you do different? Why is it different if I have you represent me than if I'm knocking on the door, what's the difference? How did you do it? And he couldn't do it. So I'm an old man, Steven. I've been doing this for 23 years. Um, so I do know a lot of people, you know, in the business, you know, I know the buyers, I know the proper people to speak to about a product. And, you know, we've been blessed with a pretty good successful track record. So if there's a product that we bring to them, you know, I think our credibility lends our clients for QVC to at least take a meeting or at least listen to the product or see a video of the product or, you know, send an email. So I think it does help, you know, life is all about relationships. I know it sounds, people say it all the time, but it, it truly is. And we know who to go to quickly for that. If, you, if you're trying to get on QVC or HSN and you don't have a relationship like we do, you're sending a blind email to someone who you hope gets it, who is who says, wow, that's a cool product, and then passes it to the right person. There's a lot of steps that go, you know, into that to really get some exposure, get someone to pay attention where, after 23 years of doing this and, and, and knowing a lot of people in the business, we're like a fast pass at Disney World to, uh, you know, at least get to the right people, whether they want to, whether they want to accept the product or not is different, but we, we can at least get in front of the right people pretty quickly. All right. Now you just, just recently, everybody, another product came by Andrew and ours desk as a member of InventRight. And I saw it. I really loved it. I saw it, it was for the kitchen. I saw it. I go, you know, I remember telling Trevor, this looks perfect for TV. This just looks like perfect. And, and so he reached out to you and that was really quick though, because that just aired on, on uh, QVC, I think just recently, right? But right, last Sunday. So that was, as I was telling you, I think it's one of the fastest products we've ever gotten on the air. And there's a variety of reasons. I mean, obviously you referred me to Trevor, you know, we, we got our deal done together. We took it to QVC. They loved it. They were excited about the egg business. Um, it's a silicone product. So it's made here in the States, which, you know, the manufacturing time, you know, sped that up. And, 
you know, probably within three months of us meeting, we got it on the air. And uh, it's probably one of the fastest. But again, you know, we love working with entrepreneurs and inventors that have truly unique products that solve a problem. Um, and we love telling their story. Now, Steve, Stephen, one of the things that gets really people really excited about QVC and HSN, these online electronic retailers, is the thought that you can go on air and you're on there for two minutes or five minutes or whatever it is, or 10 minutes, or and you made an ungodly amount of sales in a short period of time. The, the potential of that. Tom, is that true? It's just exciting that, you know, it's not like, oh, okay, get so many sales a week, it's selling at Walmart, it's selling here. It's just like, boom, you know, or fail you know it's it's it can, that it's, can happen too they put you on at 2 a.m or something like that right so it's a great question um you know like i said we've been very blessed the, the company above me if you can see the halo logo there um we literally launched them in 2012 and it's a portable power company it's a little a little cylindrical portable power that you would plug your phone in right and you might have seen them in Verizon stores back then. They would be in, in black or silver, typically was the color. Well, our demographic is women. And so our client, Halo, literally put them in pink leopard, regular leopard, green camo, all different colors. And honestly, to your point, Andrew, we broke the record for the most units ever sold in one day back in 2012. We sold 305,000 units at an average cost of $28. Um, so to your point about having exceptional wow. sales, QVC and HSN are powerhouses. If you get it right with the right product, that you can do that. And then, and I'm not saying this to toot my horn, I'm saying this so people understand the power of the medium and the channels. In 2013, we actually broke that record with Halo again, and we sold 385,000 units at a $50 retail. We sold we sold a two pack at $50 and, and we broke the record again. So um, in a day, a, in one day, less than Holy 24 hours, we, did it. we actually, we actually sold out early. We didn't need all 24 hours. We're very, very blessed to accomplish that. But I don't think people understand the power of QVC and HSN. And just, you know, if you get the formula right, it's, it's, it's powerful. It's really powerful. And I'm almost a little bit jaded because I speak in numbers to people that are really uncomprehensible. But, you know, when you're in 70 million homes, if, you know, QVC and HSN are approximately now today, 70 million homes in the United States, you get a good item on there. It's, it's, it's extremely powerful. Tom, talk a little bit about that consumer, a little bit about who that consumer is and what type of products are a good fit for that type of outlet. Sure. So this, you know, the demographic for this channel is, uh, you know, 90 percent female, um, 35 to 65 years old. Um, I will tell you their best customers probably closer to 55 in the 55 to 65, you know, year old range um, affluent and affluent customer. Um, and she lives. I think one of the biggest misnomers of this business is that, you know, she or he is a couch potato, right? They sit there. They don't do anything. You know, what, it is the absolute farthest thing from the truth. She mm. lives on the East Coast. She lives on the West Coast. She lives in every metropolitan city. She lives in the suburbs of every metropolitan city. And she loves to shop. They call her a shopping omnivore. So she <laughs> shops everywhere. Um, QVC just and HSN just have to be a, another shopping destination. But they also have a very loyal customer. I mean... This channel has been, you know, the grandmother started watching it. Then she passed it to her daughter. Then her daughter passed it to her daughter. And the, the hosts in these channels become like family members. I mean, the customer knows about their lives, about their families, about their kids, about their pets. It's just a very unique way to shop. And it's a soulful way to shop. You go in a brick and mortar re retail store, you know, you're in and you're out. You go online, you know, shop at another know e-commerce website you know what you want you get it qvc is educating an hsn or educating consumers on the product they're able to tell the story about why this product exists they're able to solve problems and, and, and introduce unique items so really it's a it's a soulful channel it really is hmm. i'm curious about that relationship because i think what i the number one the products are great and the quality is great 
and that relationship is really strong because don't those buyers feel like they know those spokespeople, right? They, they know them. Don't, is, how do they build that relationship? Is it just because they're on all the time? But how do they do that? Yeah, I, you know, back when I started 23 years ago, and honestly, social media was non-existent, right? Um, it was all through the TV. Um, it was all through linear TV. And the QVC customer, HSN customer, would watch all the time. And they would know these hosts. And, and the hosts would share personal things about their lives. There was a a true relationship or a true connection today it's a little bit different where you know with streaming video with facebook with all these other social media you know connections the hosts really put themselves out there and and the qvc and hsn customer care about them and they care about what's going on in their lives not just shopping with them but they want to hear about their family the mm -hmm. good the bad their pets you know their kids ball games it's really so the, the relationship, I think, has even grown stronger between QVC and HSN customers and QVC and HSN hosts because they're sharing more information about themselves on a human level through other you know, social media um, venues, basically. What categories, if I'm watching this today, if I'm there participating, or I'm going to watch this later on YouTube, what do I have to be aware of? from a category standpoint. If, if I have a barbecue accessory, is that gonna work for me? Or maybe something for kids, is that gonna work for me? How do we identify my audience now that, hey, my product might have a chance? So all, all categories you know, are viable, 100%. Um, I will tell you that the channel really doesn't sell baby products. Um, I, I think from what I've been told, I've been there 23 years, it's never been a category that's really ever gotten any airtime or exposure. I think the rumor is they tried it years ago. Maybe it didn't work, so they don't really go there. Um, you know, kids is interesting. To be honest, she their, their customer is a self-purchaser. So she's typically buying for herself January through September. And then come the fourth quarter, there's absolutely gift programming, right? There's kids' toys. There's games. Like, so, but really January through September, you will not see any kids products or any toys. She's really, truly shopping for herself and her family. Okay. Um, but categorically though, like, you know, if you truly have a unique item um, and it's in a category, whether it's electronics, patio and garden, apparel, whatever it is, food, kitchen gadgets, it can absolutely work without a doubt. Okay. Is there a certain price point that's popular? <laughs> No, I would say it's really about value, right? It's about giving value to the customer. So, you know, everybody loves the $19.99 price point, but it, you know, if you think about the brands we represent, some of them have products that we sell for $700, $600. We sold one of those massage chairs years ago for $2,000 and it did well, but the retail value of that was probably $4,000, right? So there's a value there, and that's a legitimate value. If you were to go buy it somewhere else, it would have cost you $4,000. You got it on QVC for $2,000. So it's more about the retail value that you're getting versus the, you know, the strategic retail price point of $19.99, $29.39. $39. You know, and that's what we try to do with our clients and our you know, QVC and HSN as partners is give that consumer a value that's important. It stands for quality, QVC stands for quality, value, and convenience, right? That's right. Very good point. Yeah. And I'll and tell they're, you they're, they're, they're like obsessed. They're, they're not going to sell some piece of junk on QVC. And if it turns out to be, they'll refund everybody within a heartbeat. They, they seem very dedicated to, to not just making sales, but keeping their customers and getting those repeat purchases. Aren't they both all about that? Yeah, so the integrity of their products is critical to them. So the amount of quality assurance that our clients, and we'll hold our clients' hands through this process, but their quality assurance at both QVC and HSN is second to none. We've heard from a lot of our clients over the years, big brands, that they're probably one of the most stringent retailers to get through their quality assurance you know, process. In addition to that, you know, there's legal claims that are also have to be vetted. So you just can't go on national television and say whatever you feel like, right? So, you know, you get in trouble for that. So QVC and HSN are really thorough and strict about if we're making a claim, 
It typically needs third-party validation, third-party testing, clinical studies, and then it goes to the legal process. So to your point, Andrew, they take the quality of their products very seriously. They take the integrity of the products very seriously because there is a long-term relationship with that consumer, and they want to keep that going on for years and years and years. So they want satisfied customers at the end of the day. And, and to your point, quality, value, and convenience is the acronym for QVC. And, you know, it's quality products at a value um, that you get home conveniently. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Hey, Tom, what, what happens if I'm selling a product at Walmart? And I know that they're going to probably want a better price for QVC. Do, do I repackage it? How does that all work? Because we don't want to compete, do we? We, we want to separate? So it's very... It, it's very challenging, Stephen. So I would say that this channel doesn't like to play, you know, let's say with similar items that may be in other retailers, such as the one that you mentioned. Okay. It's it's hard to get a value if, if the product line's already out there. Now, don't get me wrong. There is products that are at other retailers that are on QVC, but again, it's about creating the value. So you might buy it at one retailer for X price, we might package it as a set of two at a better price. So we're still able to create value, maybe an exclusive bundle, something that's unique and different from just having the product at the re at the other retailer. We create something that is unique and different to the QVC and HSN customer, so everybody wins. Okay. Do they do they tend to like to get it? Do a lot of vendors go on QVC first, sometimes to launch it, make QVC happy, test it a little bit and then go to retail and is qvc and hsn okay with that is that a strategy that you and other vendors use it's a really good question so it it, it goes both ways so some of you know the bigger brands that we represent are have brand exposure at a lot of retailers um qvc and hsn love the opportunity to launch products they love the opportunity to be first to introduce new technology um, it's it's a story, right? It's a great way to introduce, hey, for the first time, you're seeing this new product that no one else has seen, and now it's on QVC or HSN. It's it's really, it's a great story and a great way to introduce products. Um, what I will tell you, we've been blessed, you know, with a lot of the smaller companies that we represent, we've we put them on the map, so to speak, on QVC and HSN, and we've grown their business exponentially. What it's allowed our clients to do is then go into other retailers, you know, into brick and mortar online, because now they are a brand. They've shown success in a major retail business like QVC and HSN. We've had, we had five clients sell their businesses, you know, and since 2018. And I will tell you, I think four out of the five would tell you that if they weren't on QVC or HSN, they never would have sold their company. So That's amazing. It's and, and this channel is an unbelievable brand building channel if you understand the business. And again, if you've got a demonstrable product and it's sitting on a shelf, you know, let's say with five other competitors, how do you separate yourself from that? How do you how do you know that that product's unique and different? Where this channel, this medium allows us to differentiate the product. You get a solid, you know, eight minutes of national airtime. And I say eight minutes. It could be anywhere from six to eight. Who knows? It could be 10. It could be 12. It could be 20. It could be an hour. My point is you have a dedicated amount of time on national television to tell your story, to demonstrate your product, and to be the focal point in front of millions of consumers, unlike, you know, in my opinion, traditional brick and mortar. So, Tom, what does it take for B? Be, let's say I'm in business now and, and I've been in business a couple of years and I'm selling a couple of retailers, but I think my product's perfect for QVC. What are some of the requirements for when they look at me? Do they look at how many years I've been in business? How much inventory? What's my credit rating? I mean, how, how do they make that determination they want to partner with me? So I will tell you the 23 years I've been doing this, there's a, there's a five-step criteria that I think we've developed over the years that we believe allows QVC or HSN to be interested in a product. So number one, I know I've said it a lot and sorry to repeat myself, but it starts with a story, right? You, an incredible story. Like we talked about Ryford earlier about his barbershop days and how he was frustrated. He couldn't see the back of his head. 
So he created a trifold mirror and now he could do it, right? If you think of Sir James Dyson, you know, I mean, he was frustrated with bags were getting clogged and he lost suction. So one, you have to have a compelling story of why you developed and created this product. That, that's number one. Number two, I would say is, is the product unique and different and does it solve a problem solution? A lot of times it's both. It's a problem solution product and it's unique and different to the market. So that's a win. Three is value. Can we you know, show a value to the consumer? And four is demonstrability. If it's a demonstrable item, there's no better place to, to, to show than this channel, QVC and HSN. And fifth, I always say it's a good on-air guest. So take the product aside. You know, we need to have a really good spokesperson in front of that camera who can execute the product live, right? It's live television. You're in front of millions of homes. You've got to be comfortable. You've got to, you know, talk and demo, demonstrate at the same time. But the four, you know, criteria I gave you is really all around the product story, unique and different problem solution, value, demonstrable. If we have that, then most times I would say the QVC or HSN buyer is also interested in partnering with that company. Now, there are certain products that they might say it's too expensive. Um, we don't want to touch it. We just introduced a product in a category that we love. We absolutely love. We think it's a home run. And buyers told us that, you know, it needs to be in a different price range. Well, this technology is not in that price range, so we may never get a chance to sell it. So, but that that happens as well too. There could be, you know, value um, challenges to get to the right price point that we all think will sell effectively. Well, what about the, the quantity? See, what scares me a little bit, you told this story about selling 300,000 units. Holy smokes. If I'm a small entrepreneur, that's probably not um, normal. I understand that. But what type of quantity do I need to put in their warehouse for them to sell and ship out? So let me, let me, re no, to the Halo example, the 305,000, 385,000 units sold in one day. So just so you all know, we actually did a test. Um, I believe it was August of 2012. We might have brought in 8,000 units. So maybe it was $160,000 at retail. Um, it sold out, but there was a lot of eyeballs internally at QVC that felt if this performed well in August, in the heart of the summer, that this could be something special. So somebody at a high level was already paying attention. But typically, I would say a test on QVC or HSN is somewhere around fifty dollars to $100,000 in retail dollars, right? So if it's a, a $100,000, we call it retail prep, and it's a $20 item, you're looking at about 5,000 units, right? And then, you know, if you take the $100,000 and you take the retail up to 50, now you're looking at, you know, 2,000 units. So that's, is a test, I would say. That doesn't seem hard. I mean, that quantity doesn't scare me. I kept on hearing that you had to have 50,000 pieces in a warehouse. Is that a wrong number or right number? That's an absolute, yeah, it's another misnomer in this business. Just like mm -hmm. I said earlier that, you know, the consumer is the couch potato. She absolutely is not. The fact that you have to have 50,000 units loaded in your warehouse, ready to go, absolutely not. I mean, you know, to give the channel credit, QVC and HSN, they truly crawl, walk, run, because their airtime is precious to them, right? That is, that is their real estate. So you better make sure that the product they put on the air is going to work because they don't want to be stuck with a lot of inventory. They don't want to send inventory back to our clients. So we always, you know, crawl, walk, run. We always test small okay. and you hope you get it right. If you, if you, you know, there's three criteria that really allows a good product to last on the air. We've had products that have been on the air for years and years and years. You have to have good sales results. You have to have good customer return rates going back to quality. And you have to have good customer reviews. If, if you've got all three of those things working for you in both QVC and HSN, you're in a great place. But I can tell you over the years, we've had items sell exceptionally well. And then all of a sudden, the reviews are poor. And we go, okay, well, the consumer just educated us on something that we didn't know about, we weren't aware of. And then we got to go fix it and, and make it right. But those three criteria are really what keeps products being reordered, coming back again and again. 
Those are great questions, Stephen, because if you did have to have 50,000 units, you go on QVC, it doesn't sell well, they're sending all right back to you. And if you don't have other distribution and other retailers, you're going to have 50,000 units sitting in a garage. And those are the stories I've heard, Tom, and it sounds like you've heard that before too, and everybody warns that that is a risk with QVC. But like you said, you, you crawl, walk, and run, and that's that's their plan for you. And my responsibility to our clients is protecting them as well, too, right? Like not getting ahead of ourselves and saying to our clients, okay, can you handle 5,000? Can you handle 10,000? Can you handle 100,000, right? Units. So we are making sure that they are protected every step of the way, because if you get it right, you can scale very quickly, but it truly is a crawl, walk, run in. And I think over the years, everybody's been very sensitive to you know, the partners, our clients, our vendors, and making sure that that, that it's a win-win-win a with all three parties. Right. I'd you. like to address something really quickly here. I mean, if people are venturing, this is a, it's a great avenue to launch a product and to get a product out there. If people are strictly licensing and they don't have the money and they're not starting a business, I always explain to them, and it's like a brain fart for them, part, part of my language, but I'm like, well, when you license, you license to manufacturers that sell at Walmart, that sell at Target, that sell at Home Depot. QVC and HSN is just an electronic retailer. If you license to a company that's selling on QVC and HSN, you can get on QVC and HSN. They're like, oh, you know, and so there, we've got, you can get on QVC and HSN using a lot of different paths here, guys. Well, you really can. And I'm glad you mentioned that because we do have some members that have done it exactly that way too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mike we do. Um, and of course, uh, like, Mike did with with yeah. uh, with his push and hang right here. Yeah. So let's do this, you guys. Let's open this up for questions because um, we never we never really have enough time at the end. So let's do. It oh my God, we got we got so many questions. I did a lot of questions in this, so I hope I don't get stumped. So forgive me in advance if you stump me. All right. I don't think so. Um, okay, so again, some of this is understanding what Tom does, licensing versus venturing. So I'll just ask the questions as they're written. Stephen, if you want to help out, um, you're welcome to. Um, Seth, Seth from Sip and Clip, sounds like he has a product. Do you take a percentage of the sale or is it packaged-based pricing? So uh, Tom, is a, do you take a percentage of the sale or is it packaged-based pricing? Yeah, so our company, Media One Products, uh, gets paid a commission for the units that we sell. So, so for example, if QVC were to order 5,000 units and we only sold 2,500 units, our clients basically pay us on the 2,500 units sold, not on the 5,000 unit purchase order. But we do get paid a commission uh, for our services. And by the way, we get paid after our clients get paid so a lot of people think that we're crazy doing it that way but that's how i was brought up in the business we still do it that way so if our clients are successful we are successful with them if they're not successful we're not with them and we put my team puts in so much work whether something is super successful or something may not work we we take all the same exact steps to execute because to be honest we, we want to get paid for our efforts for our service for our expertise um but that's so we basically get paid a commission of the percent of sales that we do on qc only on what sell Stephen, we got we got some people asking for some examples of product can i go ahead and show these slides it's only three quick slides here really just one you can show riford and yeah we've got two slides here to yeah. show products let me uh let me go ahead and a couple share this here Okay, there's this handsome gentleman, Tom, and uh, let's move on. So Steve. he already talked about a little bit of this. Let's let's move on to this. Stephen, you talk about these two, or Tom, both of you. Well, I think what's interesting about the self-cut system, uh, that's uh, a member of Inbitrite. Um, he had a, a great idea. He was selling a lot of it online and he thought QVC would be a good fit. And it was. Talk, talk a little bit about that because you had to change that a little bit to make the fit that audience, didn't you? You know, as I'm watching the video, Stephen and Andrew, 
I remember the first time I met Ryford up in New York City. You referred me to, to Ryford. And Ryford had showed me a, a black, you know, much more masculine, developed for the male barber products. And I'll never forget, the first thing I said was, our customer is 90% women. I said, I absolutely love your product. I think she would absolutely love to be able to look at her hair and style her hair in the back with this, but you got to change the colors, buddy. And so um, to Ryford's credit, he took our advice. He, he moved on it, you know, exponentially. And you can see we, we had a pink, we had a teal, like he, he did it right, but he, you know, he took our expertise with this channel and understanding our customer base and, and he executed it. And, and that's why we won. It's funny. A lot of times, you know, Ryford's a great example, you know, we'll help our clients tweak their products to make it right for our consumer base, the QVC and the HSN customer, but it's a great example of it. How long was Ryford on QVC? You said it was a long time. He was on for years. I mean, oh my God. probably four to five years he was on. Um, wow. Yeah. And then he obviously he hit it big at some other retailers. I think he's focused on them, which is great. And he's just an outstanding, you know, person, entrepreneur. And I'm so, you know, so happy for his success. Wow. Stephen, what about this other one here, Tom? Yeah, I, you know, Andrew, um, one of our students had shown me the, the egg dropper and I loved it. I thought this thing was very clever, very simple that you could, you could do all the eggs this way because, you know, you know, the old with the spoon, put the spoon in there. Okay. That doesn't work. So when I saw it right away, I thought this is perfect for Tom. That's what I said to myself, reach out to Tom, made the connection. And next thing you know, uh, Tom, when you saw it, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a home run with you. I mean, you know, one of the one of the, the top categories on QVC is kitchen and kitchen gadgets and food, actually. Um, the number one watch show on QVC is a show called In the Kitchen with David on Sundays between 12 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Eastern. And obviously, eggs are super popular. Um, you know, we love them in my family. Hard-boiled eggs just seems to be a hassle. So when we saw this product, um, you know, I, I thought it was a great product for QVC. And again, we moved very quickly on this. I think we got it on within, you know, a couple of months of you introducing us, Stephen. Again, we're always super grateful for, for your referrals to us. And, uh, you know, just try to do right by your, by your students and, and clients to us. So thank you, Tom. Yeah, Trevor and his partner, they're, they're good people too. They're great, they're, great people. Yeah, smart business people. Okay, let's see. Stephen, if you see any questions in here, feel free to ask them. Um, let's see. So we showed some examples. Carrie, I think that, that explained it. Um, it's nice to see a, a variety. People can imagine Dyson. They can imagine the Halo product, ring the doorbell. You can kind of imagine that, but it's nice to see some inventors products on there, like the two well, we just showed. Well, that's, and, and to be honest with you, like, you know, I, I get really excited about the brands that we've helped create their brand from scratch on QVC. If you look right here, Dynatrap, Dynatrap is the number one mosquito and insect trapper on QVC and HSN. And one of the businesses that, you know, sold uh, in the last couple of years, um, I think I'm great friends with the founder of the company. And I think he would tell you wholeheartedly, you know, they started as a small company and we helped to grow their business. And, you know, we were able to demonstrate on QVC and HSN how this product works, why you want it in your home. There's absolutely no chemicals. It's completely quiet. But that's a, that's a small company that, you know, we took exponentially and sold it. Halo, we started with one product, one product that, wow. that put them on the map. And to this day, it's still the number one brand of portable power on QVC. But they're both entrepreneurial companies. Yeah, there's some other brands on there, Dyson, Ring, Theragun. But, but we have as many, you know, single item products, you know, companies, entrepreneurial companies that we, we absolutely love. And, and we do right by them as well, too. And I don't think there's a better channel or medium than QVC and HSN to help these inventors and entrepreneurs get their product out to the market with, by the way, you don't need the four color packaging. You don't need 
they're, they're this, you know, I don't really know. And I'll be honest with you. I know my business. I don't really know brick and mortar, but you can put, you put your product on a brownie shipper box and it goes to the QVC consumer, right? You don't need all that. So I would also say that it's a lower cost way to get your products out to the market because certain things you need at retail, at least what I'm told, you don't need for QVC. Mm -hmm. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, the one thing I really liked working with Tom, and I really respected that he, he treats the small guy like a big guy. He's going to be a big guy. I like that, you know, because he he's dealing with these big brands. I thought, well, he's not going to pay attention to this, but no, mm -hmm. you you responded just like you would with anybody. I really appreciate that, Tom. But you were joking earlier when you were speaking at an event with Tom at the same event. You're like, oh, he's not going to pay me the time of day. Look at all these companies he's working with, but you guys became good friends. So it shows how down to earth he is. I think that's great. You no, know, and I appreciate you both saying that, but there's nothing better than we we have a brand right now called Eugenia Shed. Um, a, a woman entrepreneur, um, a tremendous story. Her her family is from Ghana. Her grandmother started importing uh raw shea butter to the United States. Her mom took over the business. She was the head of the Global Shea Alliance, you know, the Global Shea Alliance. And then her mom got sick. And then our client, who was working on Wall Street, left Wall Street to take over the family business and created a brand called Eugenia Shea. She's a one-person entrepreneurial company that we put on QVC two years ago. And, and now she's a brand. And, and there's, there's no better satisfaction for me and my team to see that story unfold and make magic on QVC and HSN. So we, I get as excited for those entrepreneurial companies as we do to work with, you know, a, a, a global brand. It, it's, they're both exciting. I gotta be honest, we're very blessed that to 23 years later, I'm still super excited about what we do every single day. That's cool. Steven, the next question is kind of about uh, returns and getting paid from Daryl. You can correct him if he's on or off on this. Daryl says, um, Tom, how how about returns and the fact that you often don't get paid for 330 to 180 days? What's common now? So you mentioned earlier, you get too many returns, you ain't coming back or you got to fix it or something. But also, how about getting paid? Yeah. So one, QVC and HSN offered a 30-day money back guarantee to their consumer. So if the customer wants a return within 30 days of purchasing, they are allowed to do that. Um, payment terms are, I would say in that window, it depends on what your terms are. I don't really want to get into the specifics of it. I don't think that's the right thing to do, but what I will tell you is we work with QVC and HSN to try to get the optimal terms that we can for our clients. Right. And it's a very good question. Like if you are a smaller entrepreneurial company, you may not be able to handle a, a longer payment terms. That's something that's a viable, it's a very good question. But again, working with us, we make sure that our clients are ready and prepared. And by the way, if we have to go to our buyer and say, hey, XYZ company really wants to work with you, they're having a challenge because of maybe payment terms are longer or whatever it is, is there a solution? That's what we bring to the table too, since we know them and try to work out something amicable between our clients, QVC and HSN. Stephen, you asked this earlier. Michelle's the event right member, actually. Uh, what's the, she says? What's the price point they're now looking for for products? I think you kind of answered it, Tom. But can you give us a range? You'd be like nothing ever lower than this, and this is you know fifty thousand dollars now. Or what? What? What is the range you've seen, and what's I mean, kind of typical? I'll just tell you from our personal experience, Andrew. I would say you know this day and age, nineteen ninety nine. I mean, you'll find an item, maybe a kitchen gadget for $15 and change. You know, the most expensive item that we've sold um, is a $2,000, three, I forget how much it was, two or $3,000, you know, massage chair. So that's the range. And again, let's talk more about the value. If the value is there, the customer will purchase, right? If I'm selling a $3,000 massage chair, but to go buy it anywhere else, it's $6,000 and you want the massage chair, you're going to go, damn, excuse my French, that's a really good value. I'm going to buy this from QVC, right? So it's really more about value than a specific retail price point. I've got a question um, that someone's asking, and I saw recently that they're getting into um, 
products for people a little bit older, like wellness maybe, or or maybe AIDS, mobility AIDS. I mean, they're getting into, as we get a little bit older, we need a little bit more help, Tom. So is that that's a new category for them, isn't it? So I'm, I'm so glad you asked me that question. So QVC, NHS, and I gotta say, I'm really proud of them for focusing. There's a new show called Accessible Living. And, um, you know, it's near and dear to my heart. I have a child that has special needs. So, you know, when they were starting to focus on that business, obviously you can imagine the smile on my face because it's near and dear to me. So, but you've got an older demographic who might need some help. You've got people with special needs and, and different disabilities that may need some help. So it, it's definitely a new focal area for them. I think it's a great area for them to be focused on and involved in because <clears throat> products that will help people that have disabilities or special needs and people that are older have maybe similar needs. So it doesn't have to be an extreme product. It could be something that works for, for both parties. So um, it is definitely a category that I'm thrilled that they are focusing on. And I think it's going to, you know, there's a meaningful difference. Actually, not to plug this, but tomorrow <clears throat> at one o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern time, there is an accessible living show on QVC if you want to record it and watch it. And we've got a product in that show called Free Sleep. So um, if you want, check it oh. out. Uh, but I'm excited that our product Free Sleeps in the accessible living show. Nice. It's, it's nice to sell products that help people, you know? I mean, some products are just fun. Okay, it's not really helping anybody. But when people have special needs or they're older and can have a product that helps them, with their life a little bit, um, that's that's always a good feeling. I, I can tell, obviously, Ty, I'm super excited. That there's there's a focus uh, around that. I, I really do. So we're I'm excited to work with companies to bring more accessible living products, you know, to both channels as well. Mm -hmm. There's a question here I thought was interesting. Um, uh oh, I see the smile on your face. Here, here it comes. Yeah, I, you say, Tom, you know him well. I saw that I grin listen. on his face, too. I see that grin. I, I see him look away like a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. Here it comes. No, no, this is, a, this is not a tough question here, but someone's asking about DRTV companies, right? Or or even Shark Tank, Lori on Shark Tank. How do they use this shopping chat? They use it, too, don't they? I mean, it's a retailer, but it's electronic retailer. Absolutely. So it's interesting since Shark Tank is, you know, obviously it's been a phenomenon. I will tell you that most of the sharks work with, except for Lori, because she was on QVC, you know, years ago on her own. But most of the sharks are working with a company like us to get their products on QVC and HSN. So we actually represent Mark Cuban's companies. So, so for example, if Mark invests in, in a company that um, they feel is appropriate for QVC and HSN, we work with somebody on his team, they bring that to us, we vet it with them, and then we go. So, you know, it's, it's yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Shark Tank products on both QVC and HSN. Okay. That was a good question. That was a softball. Yeah, we, I, Stephen, I don't know what we saw. I was waiting for it. I was like, I'm starting to sweat a little bit here. I was like, holy, <laughs> here we go. You guys are funny. Um, you said Michelle Morrison's on? No, Michelle Tan was asking that oh, last question, okay. not Morrison. No. You, she might be on here too. It's really funny. We, I like David um, very much. I've watched him just a little bit. I liked him right away when I watched him. And you're right about that relationship and the products he was showing. And Andrew, the thing about the products, they do solve problems, right? They might be not big, different types of problems, but they're really trying to help that consumer do things a little quicker, a little bit better. And yeah. I like the way they do that. But that's that's really interesting that um, that they do it so well. Right? I mean, it's so the, much more personable than going on Amazon, it's a reading reviews, half of which are fake or something. Maybe there's a video you can play on there and, and kind of wondering, but I think the quality value convenience, you know, QVC is not bringing on one of those products and you can get a refund. Yeah, you get a refund on Amazon too, but there's this, the way Tom explained it, it's like you have a relationship. They have a relationship with the hosts on these shows, which is a very unique thing. And, and just to piggyback on that, I think the difference is too is, 
you typically go to Amazon looking for something that you know that you want. Where when you're watching QVC and HSN, it's almost like a surprise, like, wow, I've never seen that product before. Oh, I didn't know it could do that. And so, you know, it's almost like it's a surprise when new products go on the air versus Amazon, oh, I need to get XYZ product. I know what mm -hmm. I want. I'm going to search it and get it. QVC and HSN is like, wow, I never knew that product existed. I've never seen that before. And so I think that's a little bit of a unique distinction between the retailers as well, too. Yeah. I just want to make sure everybody's clear on this. You ship the product to the where their warehouse, QVC's warehouse, and then they ship it to the customer. Correct? So for clarity, yes, but you can also drop ship it yourself as well now. So the world's changed a lot, right? So mm. typically back in the day, your products would go into their distribution centers, QVC or HSN's distribution centers, and they would ship the product to the end consumer. Uh, in this day and age of obviously e-commerce and everything going on, um, they will allow and almost, you know, um, appreciate clients who can drop ship the product. So QVC HSN is obviously the vehicle for selling, the order goes through, and then our clients would drop ship the product directly to the consumer. So actually, I just wanted to clarify, it's both ways in this day and age. Tom, you're really surprising me with that statement because I don't think that was true in the past. They were such control freaks with quality, value, convenience. I mean, they take the product, they walk up a tall ladder, they drop it, all that stuff. And to me, they're still doing that when the vendor is shipping it. But I'm surprised, actually, that you're saying well, that they let you do drop shipping. I'm surprised. Very good. Actually, Andrew, it's a very good point. So all the same quality metrics absolutely apply to drop ship as well. So uh, and the requirements of how fast you have to get it to the consumer is also very demanding. So not everybody is set up to be able to execute dropship, but I will tell you the vendors that are set up or the clients that are set up to you know execute dropship play by the same exact rules as if QVC or HSN was shipping it to the end consumers. There's no there's no loss of quality uh, in that process at all. Process at all. I sounded mm -hmm. I sounded Canadian Canadian there for a second. Process. process. <laughs> My New Jersey accent just turned to Canadian. Process. <laughs> There's so many questions here. We could probably yeah. cover with this. Um, I want to have you answer this one question, uh, Tom. Let's say I have a great idea and I I don't have the manufacturing done yet, right? And is that something you could help with or do help with or just stay completely away from? It's a, it's a really good question because typically we will take product when there's a finished product. It's a finished good, right? Like they take the egg dropper. You sent it to me, it was already done. It's easy for us to take it and run. Okay. It's funny, I had one of my clients, you know, since you promoted it and thank you for promoting this, was like, hey, if there's any inventors that you like their product and they need help, I'm happy to help them. So yes, we could, before in the past, I'd say, no, we can't really help you. I don't, you know, can't really, you know, marry you up with someone, but we actually do have, clients of ours who are entrepreneurs who have helped other entrepreneurs, whether they would do a licensing themselves, they'd help them get it manufactured, partner with them. So yes, I do have someone who reached out to me like two hours before this call and said, hey, Czar, uh, remember me. And if you got somebody, and he's a, he's a phenomenal, he's a phenomenal person. I've known him for well over 20 years. So um, yeah, so we can help those. And I'm happy to say that because before I would always be like, sorry, you know, I, I can't help you with your idea on the napkin or your prototype or your 3D, but now we actually, we do have a partner that could actually help someone. So I'm happy to say that. You, Andrew, we're coming up on the hour and I don't want to take too much time more. I like to take a family photo as we always Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Can do that? Yeah, let me, uh, let me. Uh, Tom, you're the best. Thank you so much. Yeah, now, this has been yeah. outstanding. I mean, I really appreciate the opportunity that, that you and Andrew have offered me. And I hope I added value to everybody, you know, listening and watching. It's been, you know, it's been absolutely my pleasure. My pleasure. Love to do it anytime. Let me remove uh, everybody from the spotlight so we can do a fun family photo here. Tell me when to smile. Okay. All right. So it's going to take just, we'll do it real quick. If everybody gives like a thumbs up or a wave or a smile, and I got to do a couple pages, so keep it going. 
All right, here we go. A lot of pages here. Page number one. Yeah, we got a lot of pages to do. Page number two. All right, keep it going with the smiles, people. Page number three. And then the other four or five pages that nobody's on video, so we don't need to take those. I got it, Stephen. We're good. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Hands up. You guys, if you write your thank you notes into the to the chat, I think we always appreciate that to bring on a guest. Tom, um, how do people find you? How do they reach out to you? Is there a way? Do you you want me to screen them? I don't want to screen them. How, what, how, what do you want me to do with all this? So yeah, I mean, absolutely. The and and the, just give me some time. If you do reach out to me to get back to you, I will do my best. That's all I can promise. But oh. Tom T O M at media one products.com so it's me that's right there m-e-d-i-a-o-n-e -E and then the word products p-r-o-d-c or p-r-o-d-c-u-t-s products i just oh i accidentally sent it to one person i'm gonna send it to everybody now i just yeah hold on a sec and then what and make sure it's angie it's products a lot of times people always want to add production media one production but it's media one products and what I will just to tell you the process, what I will typically do is I will definitely try to get back to you and I'll probably have someone from my team CC'd on it. So they get back to you more promptly than I would, um, you know, just to just to make sure we're moving things along. And by the way, they are extremely skilled, have a lot of experience. I am truly blessed to have an outstanding team and we couldn't do what we do every single day without my team members. I just like to acknowledge them and appreciate them for everything they do. So please note, I'm not passing off, I'm passing you probably to somebody better in this business than I am. So you'll thank me for it later. Now, Tom, any any filters, any criteria, this thank type you. of person should send if you're this, you shouldn't, you're not ready to send something to me, any, any criteria? Yeah, Tom, what we're saying, because you're gonna get a lot of- um, You'll get flooded. We wanna make sure that they send you something that's easy for you to review, to look at, and don't go on forever about, you know. Yeah, I would, I mean, ideally we prefer a finished product. That is something that we can look at that's already, you know, you've taken it from idea to whether, you know, even a 3D prototype, but there's something physical that we can look at. The napkin idea or just an idea is not really where we play. Okay. Um, so I think that's the great starting point. If you have a physical product that you can share with us and my team, then we're happy to look at it and give you our feedback. And then at that point in time, we'll let you know this is a good category for them or it's not a good category for them. Or if you need further help for mass manufacturing, I could refer you to the client that I mentioned and say, hey, I'll make an introduction for him to help you, you know, through your process as well. Uh, is that a sell sheet, a one minute video, a, a 30 minute video of all my family and what we do on vacation? What do yeah, you listen, I, I love it all. No. So that's really good, though. I will tell you video is probably optimal. And if you can demonstrate your product for us in a video, that is a home run because I can look at something in a minute and go, I love it. I think it's right. Or this might not be the right fit. So it's definitely video is definitely better than a sell sheet for sure. And you the inventor demoing it, tell us your story. Hey, I invented XYZ because I had this problem or this family member friend had this problem and here's how it works. And then we'll get the magic of your product really quickly. And then we'll we'll move to the appropriate, uh, the next steps at that point. And Tom, my guess is you're such a nice guy. So I'm saying stuff that maybe you don't wanna say. Somebody says like, here's my product. I have $10 in my bank account. Can you also invest a half a million dollars in it for me? That sort of thing. That's probably not the right person to be sending to you, right? Or yeah. For you I mean, to... But but if they have a to to it's a great question. If they have a product and they don't know what to do with it, or they don't have the monetary ability to take it to the next step, that's where I would be happy. If I think if I like the product, I'm happy to make an introduction to someone that could potentially help them license it help them get it from A to Z. So I do have someone that I'm happy to refer to them if the product is suitable for the channels. Very good. And one of those people could be us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tom, thank you very much for coming on. I wanna thank everybody for attending. We had a great crowd.
We're going to put this back on YouTube to share it. We'll put it up back on social media. Tom, thank you very much for coming on tonight. Now, thank Amazing. you. You know, Stephen, Andrew, I really appreciate it. I feel blessed to have this opportunity. I'm available anytime if you want to run it back ever again. And just want to thank everybody for taking times out of your busy life uh, to watch. Uh, hopefully I added some value, educated, you know, a little bit on this channel. And if I can help you, I will you know, do the best that I can. So thank you all very much. Yeah, Tom, your, your sincerity and your expertise just shines. So thank you. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Appreciate all right. it. Have a good See night, everybody. everybody. Night. Hey, everybody. Good night. Good night.